Welcome, listeners, to Snakes on a Plane, a friendly and relatable podcast hosted by Patrick Chung and Thomas Kwok. We are two Australian-born Chinese here to talk about growing up in the West. We aim to entertain you and lighten up your day with relatable anecdotes and thought-provoking discussions in each episode. Without further ado, it's time to unleash the snakes on a plane. Hi, I'm Patrick. I'm Thomas. Welcome back, listeners. Episode 12. What's, what do you got in store for episode 12, Patrick? So the reason why I mentioned it's episode 12 is because it happens to be the same number as the 12 Zodiacs. Uh, yeah, that is true. So what's your take on the Zodiacs? Are you a believer? I do believe that they're... Okay. I don't, I don't believe the story. Like, I don't believe the story of, like, you know, 12 animals crossing the river. <laughs> I feel like that's a bit... That's fine. I, I, that's not what I, I meant, though. <laughs> just in case, just in case. Um, um, yeah, I, I definitely believe in the, that the uh, the Zodiacs, um, I think they do give, like, bits of your personality. I think that the that sometimes when you do get those forecasts, like, you should try and match up, like, with what you have just to, you know, just get that little bit of extra luck throughout your life and fortune. So, for the year. I, 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 I like to believe because I feel like that's still special. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm the same. I'm definitely a believer too. But I do take it with a grain of salt. I'm like, I don't 100% follow everything that, that people, I guess, predict or foretell. Fortune tell? How do you say it? <laughs> I guess predict fortune or... or, or um, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a predicting fortune. So, and then like... Usually, like, it's like you get the um, newspaper around Chinese New Year and it tells you, like, oh, this is what's happening throughout your year. You, a lot of the time, it's like, make sure you do these things and, you know, be careful because something bad could happen if you do this thing. So it is like that feels yeah, like that, that's right. that general advice. But I do... Yeah, I do think it's very generalized because they can't, I guess, tweak it according to the person that's reading it because it's, like, it covers a whole year worth of pay people like I, I that's why i feel like it's more like like if you don't believe in it but you have that particular personality type i feel like it might be more useful in that in that sense that's like I, like you don't have to follow 100 percent, but it's like well why don't you just just in case if it is let's just make sure to take the opportunity to to do as much as you possibly can yep that's my take on it like i I'd rather like a handful of salt i'm like a it's much like an extra <laughs> tiny pinch. Like I still gotta believe it. I believe it a little bit more. I feel like I believe it a little bit more than you. But so okay, how do I ask? Or how do you practice it? Or how does it affect you day to day? Um, a lot of the stuff that I would do is like I would try and avoid the things that it's just like oh, avoid doing this because it potentially can do give you negative fortune. I attempt to wear the lucky colors more often than not, and avoid more of the unlucky colors. So you know, I tend to wear more of the whatever the snake's colors, lucky colors are for that particular year more often, or I will start putting things, like I start wearing different things, or, or, or not paint, but create things, and have those things in mind when I'm, when I'm making purchases for that year. Oh yeah, so what color is good for the snakes this year? Uh, that's a good pop quiz. Um, <laughs> let me, uh, I guess you're not me, a believer. Like, as I said, to an extent. Um, I won't go out of my way to like <laughs> super do it, but like you know, it's around Chinese New Year. It's like no, this is the time I need to like be mindful of. Uh, Shouldn't um, you be practicing the whole year? Yeah, I mean that's true. But then there's also the problem is that you have like you know hundreds of different um, sites, websites that says this is your lucky color. This is you know, it's like it's always different. So 
<laughs> you gotta, yeah, you gotta like pick right. one and hope for the best. So I'm just like, pulling your leg. <laughs> I know, but it's still that's my explanation to get out of this situation. <laughs> Is that you know you could have so many there's so many different websites out there you don't know what's like kind of like trustworthy what is believable um i mean you can always you can't usually go wrong with like you know the color red yeah um so you mentioned the origin story how much of it do you know i i, I know they had i think like the story goes that they went to go they had to go see the emperor but then they had to cross a river yeah or i know another i think the i think the well what the one i know was like the jade emperor held a competition there was 13 animals, and they had to figure out how to order animals in a particular order. Yeah, so they had to cross the river, but it was just a big race. Okay. Um, I know an anime one of it. <laughs> an anime's explanation of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was um, this anime called Fruits Basket. Yes. There, that story was told saying that, yes, there was 13 animals rather than the 12 animals that they have. The cat was meant to be in it, mm-hmm. but the ma- the... The rat tricked the cat and said, "Oh, that's tomorrow." And then the emperor oh. was the emperor was mad, so therefore cast away the cat. So that's that's the uh, oh, that's interesting. That's the one that that's the that's the the twelve or the fruits baskets explanation, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty cool. The one I know is that the the rat and the cat were, I guess, smart about it. So they rode on the ox together, but at the end of the river. The rat pushed the cat into the river, and the cat doesn't know how to swim, so had trouble and came last. I thought it was like, well, I guess it was a bit more morbid. I thought he drowned, because that's why you only have 12. <laughs> right? Could be drowned. Like, that would, that would make, to me, that would make the most sense. Um, but I just learned recently from my brother-in-law that it's, um, instead of the rabbit, it's actually the cat. You mean it, the Vietnamese? Yeah. Yeah. You weren't clear on that. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought it's- yes, so so the Vietnamese, they um yeah they have the cat instead of the rabbit, but the rest of the animals are the same. Yes, the rest is the same. So I guess it's time for the pop quiz. Do you know the order? Oh man, order. That's totally different from like what I was thinking. I can name the twelve, <laughs> but the order is a bit more difficult. I I need to type this down. How about you? Do you know the oh, order? Oh my god! Yeah, mum taught me when I was very very young. Okay, I know uh, how to but- count. I, like I count them in order. Okay, let's, uh, I don't know the order, but I know the 12 animals. Okay, let's go with that then. I know, I, I know, I know that, all right, I gotta, I gotta type this out. You'll type it out. <laughs> all right, I've got, I've got my Excel document open in 12 columns. The rat was first because he jumped off the ox's head. That's right. And the pig is last because it was lazy. Yeah, pig. Pig. All right, okay. Because the ox was, um, because the rat jumped off the ox's head, it then, then makes sense that the ox was, the next one in the the next one in the um in the order, in the running here. Yep, and then and then I know by process of elimination that in the four <laughs> in our four, it's then I think the rooster and then the no, no no it's the um it's the snake it's the snake after like it's like okay, one two three four six and then the rooster at tenth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fill in the other places. Um. Okay, and then I know my sister is seven years older than me, so I gotta go seven backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so one, two, four, wow, six, seven. So that's second last according to this. <laughs> so that's the dog, and my brother is my other brother. Wow, this is painful. <laughs> if you told me to name the twelve animals, we'd be done much quicker. <laughs> 
I know that the dragon is before the snake. <laughs> yeah. And um, there's a, my brother's a goat. Three years before the dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then the horse is after the snake. Yeah. And then monkey. You run out of siblings yet? <laughs> Tiger. Okay. Um, I believe the tiger is. I run out of siblings because my brother's an ox. Run out of siblings. <laughs> but my sister and I, my older sister and I, are both snakes. Yeah. Uh, my brother's a goat, <laughs> and my other sister's a dog. Yeah. I'll see if I can I think, I think figure it's out a, which one you're missing. I'm missing t- monkey, tiger, rabbit. I think it yep. then goes ox. I think it's um. I think it's tiger. So I think it's rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, goat, dog. Yep, you're right. Ah, yeah! <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that took you a while. <laughs> it took me a while, but I figured it out. I'm a genius. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> Not a genius. <laughs> I am a genius. I used the doctor... Any, any... I used the doctor reasoning. <laughs> any Chinese that are three or four years old... Can name them all. I'd like to see that happen. Let's go get someone. Let's find someone. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's rather interesting. I thought there was common knowledge because um, I usually ask people what their zodiac is to work out their age. Do you also use the zodiac to also like the Western zodiac to also assume, like gouge their age as yeah. well? Yeah, to figure out um the, when they were born, like during the year. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's a it's a very Chinese thing to like ask people their zodiac so they don't have to ask their age yeah and you can but, kind of figure it out that way especially especially when you're asking girls yeah i think it's also the compatibility as well so it's like the i i thought that was like every four years is like your your best capable you're best capable with that yeah that's what they say like you, you don't get along with like your your the same age as you like the same year as you and then i um, think it's like then i think it's like yep. one year younger is like also very bad oh is it yeah, I think it's one in two years. Then I think, it's, or it's like one or two. Um, I think it's one, not two. Okay, two is okay. Yeah, I think um, the closer, I think it's the closer you get to four, the better the the better. Oh, the com- I I think okay. that's what it is. Or the closer to, or the closer to like your like the other the other ones. I yeah. So four four age apart is good. Yeah, it's four and eight usually, and then um six years apart, very bad. That's like the worst. So for us, for us, will be pig. Yes. So that's like, as in, I guess, romantic relationship, but like siblings and friendship, they're okay. Yeah. I think business, then, if you if you go into business as well, if you're like an incompatible partner, it's also very bad to... Ah, uh, yeah, business. probably business, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honey yeah. is all about money. So I guess I have to yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess three, three years is, and nine is not too great, but not as bad as six. Yeah. And then I guess everything else is okay. Yeah. Obviously, there's like earth, wood, fire, water, and metal as well. They come to the equation, but that's too deep for me. Yeah, I feel like that's also a bit too deep. I think like that's, I guess, going back to the naming conventions we talked about, like, I feel like that is just like, oh, it's this particular year. Let's just not call our child. Like, if it's a water year, don't call it like (laughs) something to do with fire. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would be the level extent, but I think going that level of depth a bit more difficult it does give you a bit more of like you know internal personality if you're more inclined to believe it but it's mm-hmm. um but i think it's not as um knowledgeable to go into that depth yeah it doesn't affect me day to day i'm like you can't be friends with me 
you're so and so. It's not so match with mine. You're not compatible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to deal with all sorts of people. <laughs> I know you mentioned horoscope. It's in the Western horoscope. How do you feel about the Western horoscope? Very similar vein of like, I think the personality of the horoscopes. I feel like I have those particular personality traits uh, of like my particular horoscope. Mm-hmm. But just like the fortune parts of it, I feel like it's just generic enough because there's so many people with different different walks of life that they'll, when they read it, they'll be like, oh yes, this applies to me because of X. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. I'm also in the same boat. Oh, so I'm a Scorpio, so I do have a cup. <laughs> That's like I had since like when I was like you know, in grade three. And it's got all like, you know, what your professions are, what you find interesting. And like in a lot of those things, it's like, yeah, I've actually, in another life, I feel like I would have been in like an investigator uh, because I used, to lo- I used to love a lot of the crime shows. What's with this cup? I, I, I got I to show you, you this cup. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a cup that's got my horoscope. So it's got Scorpio on it. Oh. I was like, what does this cup have to do with Scorpio? <laughs> ah, it's a Scorpio cup. And it's got all these jobs <laughs> and professions. Like, I you would like, do, like, do well with this. I thought, I thought you meant every Scorpio has a cup. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I've got a cup. <laughs> Since I've had to grade through. I was getting so confused. <laughs> I was like, is, is it a sentimental thing? Like, all Scorpios own a cup? Since, like, they were really young? <laughs> maybe, maybe we do. Maybe we do. We just don't, you just don't know. It's only a Scorpio thing. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> How about yourself? Oh, what's my um, horoscope? Yeah, and I, I think it has like some certain horoscopes they said like would fit in these professions a lot better. So I'm a Gemini. I'm not sure what profession I should be. Do you know much about that? Try to ignore other, <laughs> other star signs. Not they're... anymore. <laughs> are they, are those, are oh, okay. Are... But, but let me have a look. Let me have a look. Yeah, so Geminis, people see them as the pranksters and they're usually, I guess, superficial is the word they put on Geminis. But I have to disagree with that. Or, I'm not your typical Gemini. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, so here's a website. Horoscope. Here's a website. Dot, here's a website <laughs> called horoscope.com. So it's got to be true. <laughs> the Gemini's dream careers are executive, author, actor, teacher, and designer. Hmm. One of them fits you at the present moment, I feel like. Which one's that? I feel like the designer. Designer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the other ones, but I was like, hmm. I don't think so. No, the other ones I don't think so. But the designer, yeah, designer. Would, fit, would fit you the most. Yeah. I drew the artwork for our podcast. I kind of helped by saying, hey, what about this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that color. Change that. Yeah. Exactly. No, that, that's fair. How about Scorpio? Right, now that you're on the website, read that out. I'm trying to find it. Not as hard uh, to find my cup, but I can tell you what it is. <laughs> no, just read them from the website. <laughs> Either pay? Oh man, what is this? Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on. Like, I, I found a different. I found a different one. Uh, let's see if it matches with my cup. What is a good career for a Scorpio? A lawyer, a real estate mogul, holistic body worker, psychologist, therapist, investment banker, psychic, psychic, tax attorney, <laughs> agent, journalist, what? politician. Why do you have so many? This is a different website. This is Astro style. <laughs> <laughs> a boutique owner, fashion designer, magazine editor, and dancer. All right, let me let me see, let me let me check Gemini. So we're going with a uh, good career for Gemini. I feel like this one isn't as as great as the other one. So you got journalist, teacher, web developer, marketer, 
social media manager, agent, entrepreneur, musician, driver, emergency worker, hairstylist, project manager, sales rep, yoga teacher, interpreter, DJ, PR slash marketing, writer. Wow. So I feel like this, this website is, is totally rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on from that. Yeah, let's move on. Have you made any observations? About horoscopes or zodiacs that make you believe more? Uh, I think for me, it's like the personality clashes in terms of like, maybe not necessarily the Western zodiacs, but more the Eastern zodiacs. Mm-hmm. Like if I ask them well, what animal they are, then, oh, you know, we get along. And like, do I get along with this person or do I not get along with this person? Uh, that's what's probably got me to believe it more uh, than anything else. Oh, okay. If I know someone's zodiac. You notice that we clash a lot more. I think it happens. Yeah. But, but it's hard to ask. Hard to ask people. Is it? Well, I find it hard to ask. Oh, yeah. You can ask them the Chinese zodiac. That's true, but I don't think they keep they know what their Chinese zodiacs are. They don't know. And if you I start, ask them during Chinese New Year. And I start last. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's how you get their age. Yep. That's what I've done. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, do you know your Chinese Zodiac? I know my Chinese Zodiac. No, like, your colleagues. Not to my current colleagues. I usually just do it after the fact. Like, if I've, like, left the business and did I get along? Was there a particular innate reason, a spiritual reason why there was a clash, a clash of ideals? Yeah. Or, like, sometimes when I go, like, yeah, we're just incompatible. Do you feel like you embody, like, both the Western and the Eastern Zodiacs together? Or do you, like, go, you're more tend to lean towards another one? I think a bit of both because the Chinese zodiac is more of a annual thing. So you kind of get the clash and the capabilities depending on which year people were born. But you don't get the, I guess, more intricacy that the monthly one gives you. Okay. So I know that I know that the Chinese zodiacs do fall under months as well, but it's not it's not talked about as much as the horoscope. So in terms of horoscope, um. It's split up into 12 kind of equal blocks throughout the year. For people that are like born earlier the year, they're a little bit older when they start school. So they have like an upper hand. Or in, in Australia, the people that are born in the earlier months are, tend to be a little bit older. And they, I guess their brain are more matured and they tend to do better at school, I think. And then the later and the younger ones that are born at the end of the year, they kind of tend to fall behind in my observations so it's a bit of horoscope and a bit of like i guess nurture versus nature do you know what i mean yeah (laughs) what are you saying (laughs) yeah i don't know how do you compare against your peers um i did really well when i was in like primary school once we got to high school i think i was around the average um i did get asked actually i i did get asked if um I wanted to be kept down a grade because I was born at the end of the year. Uh, but then I said, no, all my friends are going up. Mm. I want to go with them. I don't want to be kept behind. And I wasn't doing bad and like, I was still getting like B's and A's. Yeah. So I just felt like, why are you asking me this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think it's a thing. The people that have surnames that are, what do you call it? Towards the end of the alphabet do a lot worse as well. Because it's like, like a psychological thing where you know how the beginning of the roll call, you start with the A, B, C's, D's, and then people like kind of forget about the ones at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's got that kind of psychology stuff in there as well. So... What do you say? I'm middle of the pack and you're at the front? <laughs> I'm, 
at the beginning, yes. Because <laughs> I think I think it works in reverse for the northern hemisphere because their their school year starts at a different time than us. Yeah. So it's rather interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I think um, they started addressing that issue more recently because of a lot of my nieces and nephews are going through that. So if they're I think if they're born, I think post. Mm-hmm. I think they'll get asked to wait until like the next year, then they begin school. Yeah, just so they have that potential that that's that that's it develop and have developed like the skills to just you know, be able to sit down and ask um and the patient. Because mm-hmm. they did that, they do that in New South Wales, Victoria. They've only started introducing that in Queensland. Yeah, I think it's only maybe a year or two ago. I think they started in Queensland. If I'm mistaken. So I definitely see that in terms of like the like embody that I do believe I embody both. But that's because both of them are very similar personality. Uh, the mysterious person got a bit of an edge to them. <laughs> uh, and I think both, both the snake and Scorpio both embody that kind of like that feel, like that, that energy. So it's like, because they're both so very similar, it's easy to be like, oh yeah, I'm this. But, you know, was I influenced by, by that? Or was I like, you know, was it kind of like predestined? That nature versus nature thing. Yeah, so it's a question of nurture and nature again. Yeah, having said that, I, I think I do so too. <laughs> Gemini being like the prankster, and I guess people see them as intelligent, and so is the snake. So I do think I fall under, under that category as well. Okay, so for my mystery topic, um, talking about horoscopes and zodiacs, have you taken any personality tests? And do you reckon they have some, I guess, parallels or associations? For example, the Myers-Briggs or MBTI? Hmm. I found that because I've taken like the Myers-Briggs one or using the 16 personalities one every five years or so, I feel like with the 16 personalities or the Myers-Briggs one, it's a bit more, I think, in the moment rather than like an internal internal personality that's like kind of with you that nurture part of it where it's like if you're in this particular environment you feel like you have to be this particular person to get the response that you despite me liking to talk a lot those tests says that i'm an introvert i believe that like i think that that's just because i'm more experienced now and a bit more confident in my own abilities so i think that's where it's like you know after being um pushed in that particular avenue that had low confidence and low self Steam, but once I've got that self-esteem, I can just be able to go, ah, oh, yeah, that's for me, uh, because I can understand, or I guess for me, I'm able to understand a lot of different people because they talk and I'll, I'll listen. Sometimes I don't get to talk about myself because I go like, oh, well, I know for like, you know, co- decent communication, it's a back and forth. Like you ask me a question, I'll ask you a question. Um, and that's how we get to know each other and have a back and forth. Uh, but sometimes... Yeah, so before we get any further, what's your MBTI? INFP is my more recent one. Mm-hmm. I've had other ones, but the ones that always stick together is the... Okay. I, I listen to people, but I guess that's what makes me more mysterious, which follows, falls in line with the Scorpio and the that They're both mysterious creatures. Yeah, that's an interesting take. Like, you see the personality tests and stuff more in tune with how you're nurtured and the environment that you've grown up in versus, like, what you're born with, which is, like, the horoscope and zodiac you can't control that so it's more of a nature thing it just comes out of you naturally yep that's right how about yourself yeah how about yourself like you said um i've taken the test a few times over the years and um i've got infj 
most of the time. So we're very similar, except the last bit, the J and the P. Yeah. And I didn't know what INFJ meant until I went down a YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. And I came across an INFJ fictional characters, and that kind of underlined the personality traits a little bit more for me, so that I could understand it in, in a little bit more in depth than just reading the Maya Briggs um, description. Yep. When you went down that rabbit hole, who was it? Like, who were the famous characters? And, like, did they match up what you, like, how you behave? Yeah. So the two that stood out to me was Daenerys from Game of Thrones and Loki from the Marvel cin- Cinematic Universe. Those two characters stood out to me as people that I guess just um, personality traits with. Okay. That's interesting. I do remember you telling me about this rabbit hole. So I went down my own rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. And I went to look yeah. at INFP. But then the more I looked into INFP, it's like the, it didn't really feel like that. Um, but I could see like the traits of like, you know, when I read, I read more in depth about it and they like, oh, look, you kind of go from idea to idea. And, and then I went, okay, if it's based off that rather than the actual characters, because I was like, I think the INFPs were more about the different, the actors themselves rather than the character. So rather than Jack Sparrow, I was like, oh, it's Johnny Depp's an INFP. There was another one that also was very similar where, you know, oh, Keanu Reeves, I think, is an INFP. And, like, they have, like, re- they can go to idea, idea, and then seem to be able to talk about things. And then I go, yeah, I can kind of see that in myself where I'm jumping to ideas and ideas. And I go, okay, well, example, I want to train for Bridge to Brisbane, but I also want to get fit. So for me to get fit, I go, oh, I'll go, I'll go cycling. Bought, bought a bicycle. Ridden it maybe two or three times since I bought it. <laughs> Um, and I go, I'm going to go running. But then I go, okay, well, how do I make my running more efficiently? Or how do I make it better? Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a weighted vest. And then go down that rabbit hole to be like, okay, that's got to, like, that helps you because, you know, it, wow. it, it, it trains up your stamina. So I'm running around <laughs> with a weighted vest. and I... <laughs> That's crazy. So I go on these, like, big, these tangents that, like, link up to something and go like, oh, yeah, this, this will help me because of this. Uh, like, I do have every intention to ride my bike. It's just that, you know, to find the time to ride my bike and run. <laughs> that's a different story. Wow, that's rather interesting. I am similar, but I don't jump from idea to idea. I jump into an idea, but I fall into it deep. So, And I think that's your J side. That's the J side talk. So I think the P side is, like, because we're, uh... three, we're three similar, well, you will go in-depth into something. Yes. I will go, you know, Jumping to different points, but then be able to collectively come it all, like bring it all together. Uh, okay. So, for example, I jumped into K-pop, and then I had to like listen to everything to do with K-pop, and I went to a lot of rabbit holes, looking up the artists, looking up their what they call concepts. So they've got this term called concepts. Like, watch people, watch their dances, watch what their music videos mean, and. Yeah, I went down a huge rabbit hole, and I guess I, I guess I've gone down deeper than I ever thought I would. Yeah, and I guess for me, it's like I've got that surface level. Like I know different bands, and I, but I would be like, I would know some songs because like I know my brother listened to K-pop when we were younger. Um, but then I would be like, oh, you know what? I I'm, I I don't really listen to that stuff. I'll just go listen to this other things. Here. But then I eventually go find. I won't go down to like that level of rabbit holes, but I'll just like know the surface levels. Of As we come to the end of another exciting episode of Snakes on a Plane, we want to express our heartfelt gratitude to all our listeners for joining us in this incredible adventure. 
We hope that through our discussions, stories, and shared experiences, we have brought a smile to your face, sparked your curiosity, and fostered a sense of connection. Remember, our journey doesn't end here. Stay tuned for more captivating episodes where we continue to explore Asian identity, pop culture, food, and beyond. Until then, keep embracing your uniqueness, be kind, and enjoy your day wherever you are. Thank you for being part of the Snakes on a Plane fandom. <laughs>